0: Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by AFR Wholesale. AFR specializes in specialized loans. If you're looking for renovation, one-time closed construction to permanent, manufactured housing loans, and much, much more, check out this 2021 AIM sponsor. Not connected yet? Please email us at partnerships at aimgroup.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast, one that I'm uh, extremely excited about. My name is Mark Summers. I'm the president of AIM. Uh, extremely excited to have a conversation with this individual who, I, if I'm not mistaken, the first time I met him was at one of our events. I think it was few, Activate. Was it, was it Activate? Okay. So it was Activate, activate in Irvine. Oh, that was a great one. Um, but Fantastic. today, without further ado, I'm going to be interviewing the broker owner at the Rivera Dream Team, Fredo Rivera, also known as the RDT Mortgage. Correct? Yes, sir. Perfect, perfect. So, Fredo, man, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, I I, re, I remember the first time I met you. Obviously, I was wrong on the on the venue. Uh, but I had a great conversation with you. Loved the way that uh, you you handled business, how you were be- how you were a mortgage broker. So really excited to have this conversation with you. So tell tell me a little bit uh, tell me a little bit about the RDT team, tell me about how you got started in this industry. Give us your background.
1: Background uh, the short stories because it was a long crazy journey. I basically got into the uh, I worked for a broker in 2004, had a, a real estate and mortgage company in the Bay Area. So i was born and raised in San Jose. Uh, his office with Fremont, I don't know if any Bay area kids know where that's at. Long story short, uh, I was just looking for an opportunity and he, uh, basically said, listen, I'll train you as a sales manager, uh, but you are gonna be cranking on phones and basically setting up appointments for my loan officer. And he said, Hey, listen, you're not going to get paid for two months, but you know, the break, the, uh, the money that you get from it, the opportunity will be endless. And I ended up making 10 grand in two weeks and I basically never looked back. So that was in 2004 to about 2007, uh, it helped me move to San Diego. Uh, you know, everything happened, uh, in 2007 as it did. And I got back into, uh, I got my real estate license in 2010 and I built that, um, was modestly successful until uh and this is the short story until I decided that I really wanted to own two companies which was a mortgage and a real estate uh company and so I got my broker's license my NMLS and I got back in uh, in October of 2017.
0: Okay so tell me about the RDT team when did you when did you start that that was 2017
1: No so um I actually got back into mortgage in 2017 but uh after um, you know, listening to the B.A.B. group, Anthony Casa, um, with the mission that they were on, it took me a little while to kind of get into it and really buy in 100%. But I basically started my own brokerage uh, probably November of 2019, uh, where it was all on me. Before then, from 2017 to November of 2019, I worked for another broker.
0: Okay, so tell me about your current team. What what is it? How how does it
1: consist? So, as of right now, it's myself plus another loan officer. Uh, we just hired a brand new assistant that we're training up. And then we have a loan coordinator and a dedicated processor. Uh, for our team. And then my wife, we're training her to be the compliance manager for all those, uh, you know, uh, mortgage call reports that people love, Love uh, where I don't don't have to do them or the team doesn't have to do them. She gets the, the pleasure of doing it. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's basically our whole team as of right now.
0: Okay. Now, so, so give me a little bit about your business. Are you mainly purchases, refis, do you stick conventional FHA, VA? What, what do your numbers look like?
1: So uh, basically, I would say about 60 to 65% of my business is refis. The rest is purchase business. Uh, I really stay to my lane, which is conventional. I do do some VA and FHA, but I mean, the vast majority of it is uh, conventional. And then our jumbo purchases uh, have been growing because basically every home here in San Diego um, <laughs> is pushing a milli so uh you know we're uh we uh we're starting to do a lot more of those but it's in essence conventional
0: okay okay so now so you still own that real estate company
1: i do i do so i own two corporations so real estate is one corporation and then my mortgage is a second corporation
0: and i can only assume they crisscross back and forth with each other correct
1: they do so there's some clear boundaries between the two but um but yeah uh, one feeds kind of the other
0: fair enough fair enough. Okay. So you, you, you got, you got both these businesses, which is great. When, when, so I tell everyone this all the time and I'm probably really repetitive, but there's just some things that I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in cement on, which is one of my most favorite things is, is the, uh, is the community. Okay. yeah, It's like one of my most favorite things about aim. Um, hell, that's how I met you. So when we started talking about your community, how do you envision this community helping each other?
1: Well, when it first started, it was based on the idea that Wholetail uh, wants to put us out of business, that they're not our friends. Um, and I think it's grown to where it's at today, to really one of education, to really one of bringing brokers more awareness of where we're at, to where we need to be, and really set the goal that, hey, we need to be leading this industry. And they do it. Um, man, Every a lot of people in this community are just so willing to give their wisdom, give their time. Mm-hmm. uh, you know, help brokers like myself grow and, you know, kind of shortcut all the mistakes uh, in order to grow their, um, you know, their, uh, their market share. So I I think, I, I think this community has been fantastic. And literally, you can go to most people on there, and they're more than willing and freely to give and to help you grow. So which it's been, it's been really great.
0: Yeah, and, and it's personally helped me, you know. And uh every time I do a presentation, I, I talk about the community and I talk about even like the 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 Bab the Bab Facebook group page. Yeah. And that thing I I when we first started that, I, I kind of saw a vision for it, and then where it's gone and how it's helped so many people yeah. truly yeah. blows my mind. And I tell everyone all the time, I'm like, I've seen everything on this. And then I check a post and I was like, well, never seen that. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen everything on there and you're, you're pretty, you're pretty engaging and
1: how do you find time to do that? So, um, so one, I have a team that takes care of a lot of the, uh, a lot of the process that I don't have to do. So my main lanes are selling, um, closing deals, dealing with fires and then connecting. So I just don't do it on the, uh, uh the, that group. I do it in other spheres that bring me business, but I mean, I just want to help. And because as the, the way that I help people comes back to me, you know, 10 times over. So I have to make it a part of my mission to, you know, if you have a question, like I don't have all the answers, right? But if I can help somebody or if I can give a different perspective, I'm always willing to do it, flow positive energy to people. And um, because that just, again, comes back to me in spades.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It does. And, you know, and, and, uh, you know, many years ago, we would have probably thought we were enemies you know what I mean? But <laughs> before before the association, it was like, you were my enemy and we're not. And that's what I love about that community is we, there's so, so much education within, yeah. within our community that we help each other out with. So no, I mean, I appreciate you always reaching out on that. Um, I've seen people teach each other stuff and yeah. it, it's phenomenal. So when we start talking about community here, I know you're pretty big in your, in your local community with, with, with the RDT team. Um, so how how what do you do in your community? Let's just ask that.
1: That's a, that's a great question. So first and foremost, um, I'm very involved in my church um, with basically all aspects of it. But uh, in essence, when I first got there years ago, and it totally transformed me uh, faith. But um, I just said, I'm going to take everybody out for either coffee or lunch here at the church and see if I could just make friends, see if I can help. And literally through coffees, I've been able to make connections and help people far beyond what, um, I've been able to, you know, ever thought possible. So really coffees and I drink probably too much of that. So coffees, lunches are a huge deal for me. Uh, in addition to that, um, any type of my community, if they have anything that they're promoting, sponsoring, if I can, if it's in the budget, if I, if I can allocate it, I'll throw money that way as well too, to get involved. I get involved with the beach cleanup. Like I just spend my time serving and helping people grow. And then it just literally comes back to me, um, in deals, whether it's purchase deals, uh, refinances or real estate deals, it, it comes to me. So I do that in the community a lot. I'm highly involved. Like I said, it's not just on Facebook. It's actually um, within my own neighborhood and uh, my church that I serve in.
0: Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing I like about brokers is we are we are deep into our neighborhoods. We are yeah. deep into our community, unlike some of these bigger ones, you know, and I'm not even going to get into names today because it's just too much right now. But uh, yeah, you know, we're, yeah, we're 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 engraved into our neighborhoods. And I think that's what that what also separates us. So. You know, one of the big things here, and I I get this question a lot, and I know you'll be able to answer this. How do you come off not promotional?
1: That's a great question. So first you need to make sure you have a full pipeline because if you don't, you're going to come off salesy. You're going to come Mm -hmm. off desperate. Like, so it's your obligation to do as much business as humanly possible so that you can cover your expenses, pay your team, pay everything. And so when you get to somebody um, if they can't do the deal right then, you can just continue to drip on them, continue to talk to them, and um, you know help them where wherever they're at. So that's the first thing is that I I really uh, make sure that my pipeline is full. Second thing is I really train every single day on my sales processes um, and how I actually speak to people, my cadence, how I stand. Like I do all of that daily. I make it my mission so that when I get out there, I can authentically speak with people and see how I can help them. And when I do it that way, I'm telling you, like the business just, like, it drives me crazy when people say, oh, I need leads, I need to buy leads. And, and in essence you do, uh, because that's how I got started. But if it's just leads, you guys are doing something completely wrong. It's through serving it's and helping other people grow. They will throw tons of business at you. So that's how I stay out of it, of, of that salesy mentality of, oh, they're just trying to, you know, high pressure sales. I don't do that, but I am a salesperson and I train on it every day.
0: Yeah, no. And one of the things that you keep saying here, and I want to make sure everyone's listening is, is, you know, yeah, we will get some sort of benefit from it, whether it's for a mortgage yeah. or not, you know, and some of it's just self-fulfilling, but as long as you can get across it, I just want to help, you know what I mean? And, and no pressure. I just want to help yeah. you because truly we help and we do change people's lives yeah. and we yeah. take it for granted sometimes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what's so funny about that? When I first started taking people out for coffee from my church, they were like, all right, bro, what do you want? You know, what do you want to sell me? Like, you know, what, what uh, pyramid scheme do you got going on? And, you know, like it bothered me at first because I just really wanted to connect. And then I started to have fun with it. So I, I would tell them, you know what, that's a great question. Um, listen, I, I just want to see if we can become friends. You know, and if you choose to never do business with me, I'm totally cool with that. And so I would totally disarm them from up front. And they're like, oh, well, you just want to be my friend. All right. You know, and and I truly meant it. So I want to be like, all right, what rate you want? Like, where are you at? You know, what home do you have? To, you know, w- whatever it was, it was, hey, how can I help? Like, I just want to get to know you. You know, and some people didn't want that offer. Not everybody wanted to be my friend, which was crazy to me. But but like, but some people were like, dude, I need a friend. And then they would just start calling like, hey, um, you know, I'm having an issue with my loan or this is my like, then it just started to go. And then they would put two and two together. They would see me at the events. They would see that I would serve other things. They would see me on the social channels. I just don't post about rates. I post about coffee and you know, maybe, maybe drinking too many margaritas. I don't know. Like, like I would do all this other stuff and I just stayed visible and then it would all come, but that took time.
0: Right. I mean, you were human. Is basically what you're trying to say here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, I don't always want to be sold something. Like I want to be like, you know, like, wow, your dog's, cute. Right. Like, I don't know, like you went to, you went to Vegas or whatever. Like, like people like that stuff. Like they don't just like the mortgage real estate crap. You know I mean? That's just, that's just so, you know, unauthentic. It sucks.
0: Yeah. And at the end, it is kind of boring too. Let's just, be honest. if I post all the time about real estate and guidelines and what's changing and where rates are at all the time. I mean, I mean, I do with some people outside of the mortgage industry and if it's always salesy, I'm like snooze you got 30 days to, to get yourself back. in check. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Like the only people that care about that are real estate agents and, uh, and, uh, loan officers, right? Like, I mean, I mean, some of it's cool, but I mean, not really. Right. People, you know, people have other stuff going on.
0: Yeah. And sometimes I just want to go to social media, just kind of, Hey, you know, I just want to check out for a bit. I don't want to be sold something. So yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Exactly. 10 on that one
0: now that we're on social media here, I know you're involved in Facebook. So like you, you said you have a team that, that like, how do you go about your social media? Let's just start there. I'll keep it pretty broad.
1: So I just, um, I just stay really disciplined. Like with my time, I'm not on there. Like every second of the day, I, I really time block to where I can go on there, try to add value. And then I get the hell off. Like, yep. like that's what I do. And I'm the one that's actually doing the posts. I don't have somebody else doing that. I have somebody that builds ads for me. But again, the content that I put on there, the responses, the boom, whatever you will, like I'll, I'll do that. Um, I don't have somebody else do it. But again, I, I time clock and I'm very disciplined about that.
0: That's perfect. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of people struggle with that. And, and, and my big thing with social media is you're either on it 24 seven Yeah. <laughs> Or you gotta time block it and you gotta you you literally literally have to schedule it out or else you'll get lost in the shuffle, you lose your audience, and then you're trying to get them back. You gotta you
1: gotta time block. Yeah, it's a rabbit hole. Like it's a total rabbit hole if you don't, if you don't like, you know, pull the reins on that thing. Because you gotta like like you can get business from Facebook and referrals, but the reality is like you gotta talk to people, you gotta meet people. It's a contact sport. You can't you can't just do that on Facebook.
0: Right. Nope, I, I agree. I agree. All right. So now let, let's 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 uh, change speeds over here to to your business and let's spend some time on this here. So I'm a big, big person about processing systems. I, I personally am. I, I think that's vital to what we do. I yeah. think so. how we're able to give better service than anyone else out there. So talk to me about how you build your system and processes.
1: That's great. So when I first started, when I first worked for the broker that gave me a shot, great dude, great company. Um, but he, that dude was on my ass. Like he was like, <laughs> if you're gonna be on this team and I'm gonna give you leads, you gotta close five transactions a month starting this month. Um, and if you don't, you're fired, you're off the team. Oh wow. And and he he was serious about that. So so I, I like I had a choice to make. So I just became this guy that was just cranking the phones. And I, I created a process to where I would call people from 9 a.m. to, let's say, 1-ish. I would take a break and then I'd get back on the phones from 5 to 9 uh, in order to get these people, in order to get leads. And that exploded my production, which was great. But what I found was that like you got to be able to communicate with these people at least six ways, five to six ways. So phone calls one, you got to do an email, you got to send a text message, you got to hit them on the social channels, whether it's Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, you got to send them a video. And then was that? Yeah, so so about five ways. And you got to be able to do that in under 60 seconds, in order to keep taking applications that will turn to contracts or escrows, which will turn to closed. So, so unless I wanted to work seven days a week, which I didn't and continue that schedule that I was on, I had to create a process in order to do it. And, you know, remember what I shared with these people. Cause a lot of the, the leads that I got, they weren't ready. They were ready, maybe 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days. Like, like, how do you do that? So the first thing I did was, um, the broker wouldn't pay for it. I hope he's not watching. The broker wouldn't pay for a CRM. So I actually got LionDesk and then I built automation within it. Um, And there's, there's third party companies that will actually put it in LionDesk for you. And you just got to change a few things. And what it'll do is I can call them through the CRM immediately text them and then go through their social channels uh, right away. And so I did that. Plus I created um, emails that I can just simply shoot out to them that were very general, but really got to them. Right. And, um, these campaigns would go on for 12 to 24 months. Like they would actually keep contacting them while I would call them. So that's the first thing. That's the first thing I did as I grew. Um, it was either get four screens or really pare everything down. So as of right now, I have a shift, which basically houses my tech stack so um it's an easy way to go between different technologies from there it goes to my uh sales um sales training platform and then from there it goes to where i can send uh thank you cards uh immediately uh bomb bomb videos i'm looking at it now homebot gsuite uh which all of my emails go out of uh mailchimp hootsuite which goes to all of my social channels so like i just built these layers So literally all I have to do and all the team has to do is come in, talk to them, send them a message. Then they're off to the next person. Like I I had to do that because what would end up happening is people wouldn't take my call. And then six months later, they'd call me or text me, say, hey, Fredo, you never gave up. We're ready to do the deal. And I'm like, man, I only called that dude twice. Right. (laughs) But the system kept moving. So that was a huge labor of love. But in essence, you got to build an ecosystem from these. Um, until we have just one transaction to one system, you have to build a platform to communicate with a high level of people that you can pare down, so that you can create predictability in your escrows.
0: Wow, does that make sense? That made no. That made perfect sense. It's actually blown my mind because it's it's awesome. Um, so you said it's called shift is what you use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's called try shift. Um, if, if you look at it and I don't get paid to promote it, it's just, I'm just constantly looking on how to improve my situation. I had multiple tabs open. I had two screens, like it was totally inefficient. Right. Um, and I have a team that I got to support too, right? Like I have to, I have escrows, like I have a number that I have to hit so that I can provide for my family, my hopes, my dreams, like that, that takes closed escrows. So shift basically allows you to have all these platforms within one screen and you could quickly just go, you know, to them. Oh, that's really
0: cool. That's really cool.
1: Really easily. And then I just created a stack and a process to how, again, I'll call somebody, I'll text them, I'll email them, I'll send them a bomb bomb video, which I shot um, previously, I would send out to them, I would send out to them my reviews, Um, I would, I mean, and then I would hit them on social channels, so I have all these touch points, again, five to six touch points, and then I go to the next person. That's awesome.
0: All right, so when you're doing all this, I know, I know when you started the RDT team, I know you just weren't sitting there one night in bed and said, hey, I'm going to do it this way. What roadblocks did you hit? How did you get here?
1: Man, I had a ton of roadblocks. Like, um, I remember uh, Anthony Costa saying, build that brokerage, just go out and do it. I think even you said it. Um, and then when I did it, man, there were times I was like, man, I, I wish I was just a loan officer again, because that dude just deposited my checks and I was good to go, right? But uh, the, 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 main, the main issue that I had, and I haven't written down here, is like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have a clear vision for where I wanted to take the team. You know, with like I knew what I wanted and I thought sales, you know, basically took care of everything. You have enough sales, your problems will go away. My problems multiplied, you know, when you get people, when you get processes, when you get um, irritated clients, when you get irritated realtors. So the big one, I didn't have a clear vision to where I and uh, and buy in from the team uh, in order to get there. Uh, I thought that they were just read my mind crazy, crazy enough, but it, it wasn't clear. The second thing was I didn't build um, on top of that. I didn't build the um, the synergy within the team. Like literally I was almost as brutal as the broker, which I'm very thankful for that he was hard on me. I was that hard on the team. So I would fire uh, transaction coordinators, um, uh, uh, processors. You didn't do it my way. You were gone, Right. And like, that's just, that was, it just, it wasn't a way to do it. It created actual more, more problems for me. So I would say that those two are probably the biggest is a clear vision, buy-in from the team and constantly reinforcing the culture of where we're at, where we're going. And then finding out what my team actually wanted, because right. I thought they all wanted money and you know what? They did not they wanted actual community. They wanted to be part of a team. They could give a rip about money. And, and that just blew my mind. Like I thought like, hey, you know, I'll just throw money at you and you just will do whatever. But it wasn't the case. It was like, how do I nurture these people? So th- those were some of the biggest uh, roadblocks that I, that, that I had growing my company.
0: Okay. So if, you, if, if there's someone that's looking to build their system, and you might have already hit on it and, and their processes, what, what piece of
1: advice would you give them? Uh, you need to start with the CRM like right away. Like you need to be able, like, and there's tons of them out there and they're a commodity. Like they're cheap. I think line desk and it's a BAB, um, a partner. I think that's what 30, 40 bucks a month. The functionality in that thing is phenomenal. That's where I started. So I would first do that. Um, and then I would go through your phone, your database, and I would just fill that up with all of your past clients, uh, the unsold clients, the people that know you and love you. Like I would just put all of them in there and then I would create, what's your process going to be? How many times, like, like, like what's your goal? Is, is it a certain transaction? Is it, is it money? Is it freedom? Like, like, like what clear picture do you want? And then you set targets to it. So CRM, you set the target of where you're where you're at and then uh, you just keep adding layers to it. Again, email text bomb bomb video all this stuff is incredibly cheap and you just keep ramping that up that's what i would do immediately
0: so people if you aren't watching right now fredo just got so excited about that he knocked his microphone yeah off.
1: it's like this thing's <laughs> not working there you go
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome though okay so now we you, you talked about your pipeline and stuff like that making sure it's full how do you build your pipeline like what where, where do you go
1: after Great question. So um, a big part of my business is my book of business that I built. Um, I communicate with them regularly. So because of that, it gives me a certain return. So that's my book of business. Uh, The second thing is that I will actually, um, I buy leads. Um, I have a partnership with Lead Pops and they send me about uh, 15 to 20 leads per month. Those need to be nurtured. The uh, The third thing I would do is I would do arm resets. Uh, within uh, the neighborhood um, that I'm currently at, so some of these people still have ten-year, ten-year arms, five-year arms. I mean, it's crazy. Like, and all—at least in California—all that stuff is relatively easy to get. So I would call them and see if they want to do either a refinance um, or if they want to buy something or if they want to sell something. Uh, then I would go to all. Uh, I would go to. Uh, so we did leads. We did that. Again, the coffees, I would get, uh, I would actually get leads from that. Uh, The next thing is, I would actually get probates. I go after probates as well here in San Diego, and a lot of them don't want to sell, right? And so, if you can get past the, hey, I'm sorry that somebody died conversation, then you can ask them, well, if you want to keep the home, if you're not selling, you know, um, I'm here to actually help. I can actually get you a refinance, and you can refinance it into um, that person's name. A lot of the time they need to cash out certain heirs or if they have a reverse mortgage, you basically have 12 months to either pay it off or refinance or they'll start the foreclosure process on you. So, so that's that's a huge, like all these little things that I do, I just go after, hey, do you want to do refinance? And then the last thing, the tried and true is I go after the real estate agents that are doing uh, business. I have, uh, um, I have technology that will actually gauge how many deals they're actually doing. And then I would actually call them and offer my services. Uh, And I would ask uh, realtors that I'm working with now to refer me to more realtors. And so I really get on the phone with them and then I'll get in front of them to see how we can do more deals together. So that's just a few of the ways that I do it.
0: Perfect. And you got to you got to kind of have like a plan for that, don't you? You just can't wing that.
1: No, no, no. You have to have everything written out, right? So, so again, for me, the biggest way that I get the business is that I'm just constantly on the phone, constantly. Uh, but you know, you got to get out of the office and you got to actually meet people. Even with the Corona thing going on, I mean, people want a face to face, especially the older older crowd. Yeah. Like they don't want to do anything over the phone. They want to do it face to face. So, so you have to have it written out, and then you just have to keep adding layers and layers and layers. And then you need a team to help facilitate those layers so that as of right now, all I do is I sell the deal. Um, I uh, help it from it blowing up and then I do the congratulations, you know, to ask for more business. The team basically does the rest of the file. But I had to build those layers into it because I had to do everything at, at, at first.
0: Yeah. And a, lot, and a lot of us, you know, still do um some of us don't it, and it's it's fun having these conversations just for the mere fact of everyone has their own way of doing it there's no there's, there's not a clear-cut way and i love that no. like for example i don't really go after realtors you know what i mean i'm realtors i'm not going to get into this what i do but realtors a lot of realtors are contacting me for yeah. you know trying to for me to so i i'm trying to flip it everything i'm trying to do is I'm i'm not a person that sits here and says well this is how it's always been i'm trying yeah. to flip everything i don't you know, I love realtors, but I don't want them to be in charge. I want I want to be in charge. So yeah. it's yeah. just funny hearing how everyone does a little bit differently. And it sounds like the, the way you're doing it, it's uh, extremely successful and, and you're, you're crushing
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, again, it really depends on what your style is. I've seen people close a ton of business through lunch and coffees. Like there's no wrong mm-hmm. way to bring in a de- like to bring in a business. That's what's great about our our industry is that if you can do that, then do it. Like, I like to hunt, you know, and I, I might not once I become, you know, older, but uh, like for now, I like going after it. So I think you, you just got to get crystal clear on what works for you, what you want to do, and then just go and execute it.
0: Couldn't couldn't agree more. So we got we got a few more minutes left here. And let's just say, OK, we met at Activate. You're, yes. on, the stage, you're on the stage at Activate. You have, you know, 1,000, 1,500 brokers sitting there. And you get to talk about one thing, one, one thing that you're passionate about, or one thing you want to give advice to, to the community, what would it be?
1: Serve. Be a servant leader. That's it. Help people. People need that, especially right now. Like, like all the, all the sales tactics and the technology and all the inner workings at the bank, they don't care about that. They, you know, if if you're there to truly help and serve people, it will come across and then you'll just have more than enough business. I mean, I mean, I mean, literally that's, that's what I would do. Come at it from a servant heart, stay out of all the drama. Like, like there's so much negativity in the world right now. It's like, like it, you know, you, you really gotta do your best to keep your mind clear. Right. Well, they're the same way. Right. And then they need help. And we don't know where these people are at, like what's happening in their lives. So, so if you come at it from, Hey, you got to serve them and what do they need? They need to be refinanced or they need a cash out to pay off debt or they need a purchase loan because, you know, the home might like maybe it was their dream to actually have a home because they've never had like, like it's, it's finding that out, loving people and then really serving them. Like, that's what I would focus on. And if you have that target put together, your goal will, you'll easily hit the goal. You just need to help enough people and it'll come back to you.
0: I I agree. i couldn't agree more with that my big thing is i always put the consumer first yeah and then as i always say it falls in the line i, I can't tell you my it, it drives my assistant crazy you know because just the way we run our business and she'll say well how much did you make on that deal And I'm, i i don't know i i don't know i i don't know what did it take to get the deal done that's what we made yeah Period. and then it um it, it's karma it all comes back
1: yeah yeah, you karma. I'm faith. It, it it all works out. Like if you help enough people, I mean, you'll be swimming in business, and and peop, That's what people need. I mean, I mean, honestly, like if you're willing, if you're willing to do that, because because most people aren't. They just think about themselves, right? Like, what's my bottom line? Like, like what am I like? And and that stuff's important, right? You got to be able to feed your family. You got to be able to. Uh, finance your hopes and your dreams, because to be quite frank, nobody wants to listen to you if you're not successful, right? So, so there is an element to, you got to close a high number of deals, but in order to get there, you have to help enough people. And sometimes that means turning down a deal means, Hey, I'm not the best person for this. Or like what you said, like, Hey, you know, our margins were really razor thin on that one, but they needed it, right? Like it's my obligation to do so many deals that I can actually do that for other people. If I'm doing one or two deals a month, like there's no way you can do that. Like, so again, I think it comes back to, you want to help people do a high number of biz- deals so that you don't have to kill it on each and every one.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Love it. Love your attitude. Love the way you look at the business. I'm telling you, follow him guys. I'm telling you, everyone listen to him. He's he, He's got the right right mindset as a lot of us do. I, I truly believe that. So no afraid i just want to thank you for your time i know we're all extremely yeah. busy um, i'm gonna let you get back to running your business doing what you do but just once again thank you for sharing all of your thoughts the way you do business with us today
1: hey mark thank you so much i want to thank the whole bab team i mean literally i'm just a guy that bought in literally at the tail middle of 2019 and the, where this uh movement has gone i'm just totally uh grateful for it And if I can help in any way, if I can help anybody out there, I don't have all the answers, but, you know, I'm willing to help anybody, uh, you know, uh, achieve their dreams. Just uh, hit me up.
0: Fredo, that's what it's about right there. And that's why I love this community. So once again, buddy, thank you for being with us today. And and brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all previous broker to broker podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Do me a favor, subscribe to it, rate it, leave a review. It helps us get the podcast out there and spread the word that yep. brokers are better. So this would be the highest rated one,
1: Mark. Let's do this.
0: All right, man. Let's start promoting this one. (laughs) This is a fun one. I mean, truly, I mean, I'm not going to lie. These are all fun for me because I I can't remember who I was just talking to, but I told them I said selfishly, this is so good for me because I learn all the time from these, you know what I mean? So, and I, and I learned from you today. So it was a lot of fun.
1: That's right. Hey, thank you so much. Talk soon.
0: All right, Fredo. Spread the word about the brokers are better movement by wearing our t-shirts. Head over to aimgroup.com to buy your Brokers Are Better t-shirts and find
1: lots of other items perfect for yourself, your team, and your community.